This is the intersection of faith and the culture. Thanks for joining us here on Wall Builders. I'm Rick Green, America's Constitution Coach, here with David Barton, America's premier historian and our founder at Wall Builders, and Tim Barton, national speaker and pastor and president of Wall Builders. You can find out more about all three of us and the organization at wallbuilders.com. Check that out today, wallbuilders.com. Get some of those great materials and make your one-time or monthly contribution right there on the website. It's a great way to amplify the voice of truth. Every time you make that donation, we're able to train more pastors and teachers and students and legislators and all the different things we're doing to restore America's constitutional republic. So we appreciate you coming alongside us financially, but also taking action in your community, becoming one of our constitution coaches, hosting classes. There's so many different things that you can do to be a part of the solution, and we're glad that so many of you are doing that. All right, David and Tim, we got our friend Ken Blackwell back with us today on the program. Uh, going to be talking about this covenant journey and a great opportunity for parents all over the country and private schools to tap into some really good educational tools and maybe even the entire curriculum if you're homeschooling. Uh, you know, uh, David, you you were homeschooling before I was homeschooling. I was homeschooling before a lot of these people now that it's kind of faddish, but I think a lot of people think if I homeschool, I have to write curriculum from scratch. If I homeschool, I got to be a math expert. I got to be an English expert. Not so at all. Here's a great resource we're going to be talking to folks about uh, today, and it really makes it possible for anybody to do this. Yeah, it's really important, too, because I think a lot of parents have a certain insecurity about teaching their own kids academics. Did you not see my math grades when I was in high school? I was terrible in algebra. <laughs> and you want me to teach algebra to my kids? What, what do you? And, and so there's all this insecurity about stuff that maybe we weren't as good at in school or whatever it was. And I, I remember this even back, it's got to be 15 years ago or something, when the California Supreme Court initially ruled against homeschooling. It said you can't have homeschooling. Uh, you, you have to be a certified teacher in the state of California to teach your kids. And, and only about 6% of homeschool parents were certified teachers. But then it came out that, you know, there's this 94% of the, the parents teaching their kids that aren't certified teachers. Those kids are coming out two to four grade levels higher than everybody in the public schools is doing. And so a non-certified teacher is actually getting better results than a certified teacher. And the Supreme Court went back and modified his decision and said, no, no, it's okay for parents to be able to teach their kids. But there's just an insecurity that, that often goes with that. And then when COVID hit and, and three years ago, parents started seeing what was in the schools and they said, this is not right. But I'm not sure I can homeschool my kids. I'm not. I'm not sure I can do this. I'm not. I can't afford to send them to Christian school. So I, I'm just kind of stuck with it. Well, there is a way now that from home you can have your kids homeschooled in a Christian school with really good teachers and the insecurity. There's no longer a reason for this. Uh, the cost prohibitions that used to be there with getting to private school. This has changed the whole landscape. This covenant journey experience. With that, as you mentioned, uh, obviously there's a lot of options out there, and, and we're about to hear about some, which is really encouraging for a lot of people. Uh, you mentioned that one of the barriers for a lot of parents has been a, a level of insecurity, right? And not, not to be critical of people, but there's often a fear of the unknown. And, and because parents want their kids to succeed, they want their kids to do so well, they do not, parents don't want to be the reason that their kids might not succeed. And so if there's a uh, right, some kind of perspective that, I, I, you know, because I'm not qualified, I could keep my kid from succeeding. Well, for people that are paying attention, if you look at the, the teachers that are quote unquote qualified, some of those teachers that are qualified, what they are qualified in teaching is nothing you want your kids to know. And one of the things that is true is we look at, at, at education in early America, 
what was often a central theme in early America was much more of an essay, whether it be an oral essay or written essay, but it was much more of an essay conversation about the topic. And that's something that, that parents could actually have a level of confidence saying, hey, let's, let's read this together. Let's talk about it. What, what stood out to you? What's the story? What can you repeat to me? And it was a lot of it centered around a level of comprehension of what was there. And comprehension wasn't just assessed by answering a multiple choice or true false question. It was how much have, have you mastered this content? And a lot of it, again, happened through a, a conversation, through an oratorical exercise, through essays, et cetera. And it's something that parents can absolutely be a part of. And, I, and I'm saying this because I don't want parents listening to think that we would even be supporting or buying into the notion that you have to have outside help to be able to educate your children. You don't have to have outside help, but also there are some parents who maybe you, you, you would like a break in the day. I've got a two and a four-year-old and there are times that I'm at home with them and I'm like, man, it would be so great right now if you know somebody could watch them for just a few minutes, somebody could do something else. And there are such good groups out there right now who want to come along and, and partner with parents to teach the things that kids need to know with the same values that parents would want their kids to have. And so this is a really good option for parents who might be looking for someone to help assist them in the journey of educating their kids, helping their kids grow in what they need to know, and especially from the right perspective. And fortunately, we get to talk to somebody about that very topic right now. Yeah, in fact, Ken Blackwell will be with us when we come back from the break uh, to talk about it. It's not just Ken um, and, and his wife. It's, it's Matt Staver. Uh, it's Dr. Akers, who was at Liberty Forever. Um, these are a lot of good folks, David. You, you, in fact, you know most of these people. You're, you're talking to them throughout this process as well. Uh, this is a really good tool for people that we're going to be learning about. Yeah, this is really cool because it's, it's not like a Christian school that belongs to one church or that belongs to one organization. This is These are solid people, solid Christian leaders from across the nation that have the common values and the expertise, and they've joined together to create an online Christian school that's available to every parent in every state, every family, regardless of what religious background you are. Um, you're, you're going to find as a Christian, this is a solid Christian education. And so it's really a great innovative concept. And it's, it's really the excellence that people would want in their education along with the right values. And, and Ken Blackwell, who has been pushing for these kind of values throughout his whole life, it's no surprise that he's on the board helping guide this, this endeavor, helping guide Covenant Journey, helping formulate this and bring it to being because he's been at the highest level of national politics as well as state politics. Really, really good guy, Ken. But that's the same way with the rest of the people who are doing this project. Ken Blackwell, our special guest. Stay with us. You're listening to Wallbovers. This is Tim Barton from Wallbuilders with another moment from American history. Founding fathers John Adams and Thomas Jefferson originally worked closely together, but later became ardent opponents. This troubled Dr. Benjamin Rush, a signer of the Declaration, who knew both of them very well. In the Bible, 2 Corinthians 5.18 tells us that God has given each of us the ministry of reconciliation. Dr. Rush believed this and set out to bring the two back together. It took a while, but Adams and Jefferson once again became close friends. And looking back on his role in helping bring about this reconciliation, Dr. Rush stated, It will give me pleasure, as long as I live, to reflect that I have been in any degree instrumental in affecting this reunion of two souls destined to be dear to each other and motivated with the same dispositions to serve their country, though in different ways. For more information about Dr. Benjamin Rush and his other remarkable achievements, go to wallbuilders.com.
Have you noticed the vacuum of leadership in America? We're looking around for leaders of principle to step up, and too often, no one is there. God is raising up a generation of young leaders with a passion for impacting the world around them. They're crying out for the mentorship and leadership training they need. Patriot Academy was created to meet that need. Patriot Academy graduates now serve in state capitals around America, in the halls of Congress, in business, in the film industry, in the pulpit, in every area of the culture. They're leading effectively and impacting the world around them. Patriot Academy is now expanding across the nation, and now's your chance to experience this life-changing week that trains champions to change the world. Visit PatriotAcademy.com for dates and locations. Our core program is still for young leaders, 16 to 25 years old, but we also now have a citizen track for adults. So visit the website today to learn more. Help us fill the void of leadership in America. Join us in training champions to change the world at PatriotAcademy.com. We're back here on Wobblers. Thanks for staying with us. Always good to have our friend Ken Blackwell back with us. Ken, appreciate your brother. Appreciate all that you're doing and so excited about what's going on with Covenant Journey Academy. But appreciate your time today. Hey, Rick. Always good to be with you, sir. Well, I, you know, I had talked to, to uh, Staver, Matt Staver, about this uh, a couple of months ago and uh, and just excited about the opportunity this gives. Every, you know, the, most people are waking up and realizing the education system is broke. We've got to have other alternatives but most people don't know where to turn or they feel like there's not a good alternative in their community and uh, covenant solves a lot of those challenges is a full service k-12 online christian academy that is available around the world 24 7 365 days a year you know so with more than 150 uh courses all taught by certified teachers uh, and with more than 30 college courses taught by qualified university faculty, uh, we have a strong dual enrollment option for folks who don't want to, uh, you know, have their kids uh, locked into a plantation of failure, which is what too many of our public schools have have become. And so the mission of Covenant Journey Academy is to provide a superior learning experience built upon the foundation of a Christian worldview. And I tell you, we are just so proud of our faculty and our administrators. Uh, and I've been associated with Matt and, and, and Anita and, and the whole uh, team over at uh, CGA for over two decades. And so uh, we're, we're, we're excited. We are rooted in the, the truth of eternity, but we, in fact, have a true alternative uh, to uh, too many of the failed public school systems that have been cleansed of uh, of the biblical worldview. Yeah, well, you you know firsthand, you know, having served in you know not only local office but statewide office as a as an ambassador for our country. I mean, all these different areas you've been, uh, you you know culturally the the trouble that we're in and and see the culture crumbling and and how much the education system is is at the heart of that. So I imagine this was this was really good news to you as well and to be a part of this project and and helping to rebuild that education system. You know, we at Wall Builders of course always talking about Nehemiah and rebuilding the walls. That's right. Well that really requires rebuilding the foundational things that we're teaching to our kids. Uh, you're, you're you're absolutely right. And you know our our vision is to empower courageous generations of highly skilled people uh, thoroughly grounded in a Christian worldview to transform the, the culture. Uh, and so uh, we, 
we understand the gift of human agency that uh, that God has invested in each one of us, uh, and we we are determined to put it to, to good use uh, all around the world. We believe in the primacy of uh, the uh, individual, uh, but most importantly, we believe in the centrality of God in the life of our, our communities and our, our nations and nations across the globe. You know, I was I was thinking about the you know the difference here and and. Your wife, I mean, she's been a school district superintendent. I mean, she knows the, the, the need as, as well. I would think for both of you, what, 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 what this does to give people an alternative uh, that felt like there was nowhere to turn. Y'all, y- I imagine y'all are very excited about it, but I'm excited that your input into this oh, yeah. is so critical. Hey, you know, I, I've been a, a cheerleader for school choice for well over uh, 50 years. Uh, but Rosa has been in, in the middle of the whole education scene uh, for just as many years. And, you know, I, her, her courage, uh, she first went in and she created, uh, along with a, a couple of colleagues, the alternative school system that started to make sure the kids weren't locked into neighborhoods where, where schools were dysfunctional. Uh, and she gave parents a little bit more a wider choice uh, among uh, schools that were were working and that uh, that were good fits for their their children's educational needs, uh, and so she's never been one uh, af- afraid to uh, attack a, a stale status quo, uh, and and she's never been afraid to engage uh, with with teachers' unions who who all too often are more concerned about preserving a stale status quo. Than they are, in fact, freeing and broadening the the horizons for the students that they have been been charged with. Well, I I don't know if I said it in a nice enough way. I was trying I was trying to say you know it's really great having you on the advisory board, but uh, <laughs> frankly, it's even better having your your wife. <laughs> Uh, well, look, <laughs> I, I, I resemble that remark. So, <laughs> well, yeah, the, so I, agree, I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> well, the team is stellar. It, it honestly is. I mean, I'm just, I'm just looking at the page right now and just all the different people, and it's it's uh, it's just one of those things that gives me hope. And and uh, and I'll par- I know parents are feeling the same way. And so, to parents out there that are, you know, you've been trying to figure out where to turn, what to do. CJ dot oh, yeah. Academy, man, it's uh, it's it's got so many good things for you, and and uh, anybody can do it. Uh, that's the thing. I think parents sometimes feel like, well, I don't know if I can pull this off, and you know, it, it's so different and all that. That's that's what Covenant does is come alongside you and, and provide the expertise. That's right, uh, and so we can work with institutions, or we can work with parents who are homeschooling their their, their children. We engage and partner up with established faculty members. Uh, with our faculty members, and so it's 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 an exciting time. It's an exciting engagement uh, that we are involved in. But but you know, history is not a, a snapshot. It is a process, and so we understand that we have to get more you know, people involved in the process. Uh, you know, because there is a status worldview that that's not just creeping uh, into our, our space. I mean, it's coming head first. Uh, and it has a, a built-up uh, uh, push of, uh, of, of, of energy. So we have to push back, and we have to understand that this is a this is a wide-ranging battle in Ohio, Rick. We are right now 
next month, August 8th, we are in a battle with the pro-abortionists who, in fact, want to, next November, invest in our state uh, with the most liberal abortionist uh, provision of our state constitution. Uh, and, 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 And it's just a door opener for other states. And so what we're doing on August 8th that we have an amendment that says that it shouldn't be that easy to change a state constitution with 50% uh, plus one. We're saying that that threshold should be uh, 60%. Uh, we, we believe that, you know, the U.S. Constitution was carefully crafted for durability and has allowed our nation to flourish for the past 245 years in large measure due to the fact that it is not easy to amend. You can amend it, but it is not easy to amend. Uh, and one of the weaknesses of Ohio's Constitution, on the other hand, is that it currently is far too easy to, to amend, and it has been amended a whopping 172 times since 1851. So we're, we're going to take that battle uh, and uh, to uh, the people on August 8th, say let's raise that threshold. Uh, whether we win or lose there, we're ready for a battle uh, for the precious lives of innocent babies uh, in, in Ohio and across this nation uh, in, in November, in, in, a, in a big November battle that we're ready to engage in. But So from the womb uh, to uh, preschool through uh, higher education, we understand that uh, our future rests on the ability of our kids to engage as not subjects, but free citizens uh, who, in fact, are are thinkers that have their values rooted uh, in biblical values uh, that have uh, endured the test of time. You know, Ken, you're always saying things that that I am uh, moved by and encouraged by, but now I'm just convinced that you're just in tune with the Holy Spirit or something because I am so glad you brought this up because just a couple of days ago somebody called in and stumped me on this Ohio, uh, you know, constitution language, and 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 said, you know, which which way should we be going on this thing, and should it be a higher majority? And I was like, oh my goodness, I don't know. I haven't researched this thing, and I need to go find. It. And 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 actually, off the cuff, I said, you know, I love the fact that it's hard to amend the United States Constitution, even though there's several amendments I actually want to see happen that Mark Levin's pushing for. But the high bar has been a good thing. And here in Texas, same as you guys in Ohio, I didn't realize y'all had the same problem. We amend our Constitution every year with all these changes. And so my gut was it should be a higher threshold, but I couldn't, I didn't know enough about the details of the pro life fight and, and who was pushing what. And so yeah. you just cleared all of that up without even knowing I needed to ask that question. How did you do that? Rick, you and I are on the same wavelength. I'm telling you. It was like, I didn't even, I mean, the audience has no clue. I didn't email you. I didn't text you. You had no idea that I got this call a couple of days ago and that I needed to know what you just shared. Well, you know, I I, and I've been crisscrossing the state uh, and even at a Cincinnati Reds baseball game. Uh, against the uh, uh, Milwaukee uh, Brewers. I was there just explaining to people, even in raising the percentage of votes required to pass amendments from 50 to 60%, Ohio's Constitution would remain far easier to amend than the U.S. Constitution, which requires two-thirds majority vote in the House of Representatives and, and, and Senate, plus 75% of the state legislature That's right. for ratification. 
you know, so uh, this this isn't uh, unfair. Uh, it, it, it really does protect us uh, against the whimsy. And I think what the radical left understands is that uh, they are out looking for uh, opportunities to put to put destructive, death-oriented uh, amendments into our state constitutions that makes it much easier for them to, to erase, counsel out innocent life. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, for our, our listeners in Ohio, there you have it. It's uh, And so I guess when it's on the ballot next month, the question on the ballot next month is, should we raise it to 60 percent? Right. And so it's for you want to be for the amendment. For it. Yeah. That's right. A- absolutely. And the, and the left, they're going to spend twenty five million dollars. They, they, they have uh, these deep pocket billionaires uh, who are pro-abortion. They are going to try to just flood us. Uh, with head fakes and, and misinformation, but it's because of uh, our our word mouth to ear conversations between engaged citizens uh, that we in fact can can make this can make this work and to and, and raise the threshold uh, in Ohio. And again, I want to win on the eighth, but if we don't win on the eighth, it is imperative. It is life saving that we win in November. So good, man. So good. I'm. I'm. I really appreciate you bringing that up. And uh, and of course, back to the uh, the covenant deal. We just want to leave people the website today. CJ Academy. I know that sounds weird, folks. You're used to .com, .org, or whatever. It's just CJ Academy. It's even easier uh, than going to a regular website. Ken Blackwell, always a pleasure, sir. Thanks so much for your time today. Love you, brother. Take it easy, Rick. You as well. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back with David and Tim Bart. Hey guys, we want to let you know about a new resource we have at Wall Builders called The American Story. For so many years, people have asked us to do a history book to help tell more of the story that's just not known or not told today. And we would say very providentially in the midst of all of the new attacks coming out against America, whether it be from things like the 1619 Project that say America is evil and everything in America was built off slavery, which is certainly not true, or things like even the Black Lives Matter movement, the organization itself, not not the statement Black Lives Matter, but the organization that says we're against everything that America was built on and this is part of the Marxist ideology. There's so many things attacking America. Well, is America worth defending? What is a true story of America? We actually have written and told that story. Starting with Christopher Columbus, going roughly through Abraham Lincoln, we tell the story of America not as the story of a perfect nation or a perfect people, but the story of how God used these imperfect people and did great things through this nation. It's a story you want to check out. Wallbuilders.com, The American Story. We're back here on Wall Butters. Thanks for staying with us. Thanks to Ken Blackwell for joining us as well. Uh, excited about this new curriculum, and we'll have links today for you um, at Wall Butters. So, uh, David, Tim, so, you know, I, I do I do want to ask you about that last topic that Ken was talking about, this constitutional amendment election in Ohio, because we have stressed a lot here that, you know, listen, we don't like the filibuster in the Senate. We think it ought to be majority rules, all that good stuff. But when it comes to a constitutional amendment, we definitely support the higher bar if you're going to change the document for a constitutional republic, whether at the federal level or at the state level. Um, it, it, I, I think we should have a higher bar. What do you guys think? Absolutely. When you start changing the Constitution, the founding fathers who absolutely believed that the majority was the voice believed also that when you change the fundamental document itself, you have to have a higher threshold of level. This is not like a statutory change. This is not like we're... we're 
passing a law on should a speeding ticket be set at $55 or $75. This is a fundamental change, and it deals with inalienable rights. In this particular case, it deals with the issue of abortion, taking an innocent unborn life. And, and to merely put it at the majority level, we have seen, uh, as a matter of fact, Rick, how long ago was it? A year ago when we were talking uh, about the, the election system in Alaska, where that they went to the, yeah. the multi-tier system, and the liberals poured in from the outside all this money, and they miseducated people, and they got the, the majority, and so they changed the whole system because it, instead of having a higher threshold to change the Constitution, it was just a simple majority vote. And if you can pour a few billion dollars into ads— and the other side can't match that, then you can get everybody to believe your viewpoint. And, and so going to a higher level when you change the Constitution, the Founding Fathers set that precedent for us. That's a really good precedent. Um, as Ken mentioned, his state, you know, Rick, we see here in Texas, in Texas, our Constitution, we change it like it, it's just a statutory bill. Every two years, it seems like we got three or four or five constitutional amendments on there, and they're on procedural things. They're not on, on bigger things like rights. So the Texas Constitution is one that's susceptible to that majority kind of stuff. And so I think what they're doing in Ohio is really, really important, particularly for the issue of unborn life. The, the left wants to take it and say, hey, with a pure majority, we can overturn protection for unborn life in, in Ohio, just the people. Well, this it's like what they did with the proposition in Michigan where that they got a pro—and by the way, in Kansas, too— they got a pro-abortion proposition through and never even mentioned abortion as part of the proposition. They just said it gives you more freedom, it gives you more rights, it gives you more whatever. Who doesn't want more freedom, more rights, except that wasn't an accurate portrayal. So when you get to that higher level, that higher supermajority level, that's like genuinely having a debate on the legislative floor where you're more likely to have both sides be heard. So just having the, the pure low level of a simple simple majority is not good, especially on enable rights. And so we applaud Ken, what he's doing. We hope you guys know how jump on board to get that changed. You need a higher threshold when you're changing your constitution, especially when you're dealing with enable rights, especially when the pro-abortion side has as much money at their disposal as they have. Uh, we, we need all protection for life we can get and, and bless Ken for what he's doing. Well, it's great to have him on the program. Great to uh, offer this to folks out there and, and, and give them the chance to learn more about it. Again, we'll have links today at wallbuilders.com. But thank you so much for listening, folks. You've been listening to Wall Builders. We stand undivided.